I hope this week will be a blessed week for you all. I would like to start the message for this week with a very simple question. What did really Jesus do when he came to this world? To this question, I know you have an answer. You may answer it uh, with a very short sentence that says, Jesus came to die for me as atonement for my sins. It is true that Jesus came to die for every human being from Adam to the last man who lives on this earth. But this answer, where it is true, it is partial. The answer to my question has two parts, or let us say for time being that the answer to my question has two parts. One that you have already said, Jesus came to this world to die as atonement for my sins, for your sins, for the sins of every human being. Through his death as a sacrificial lamb, through shedding his blood as the blood of a sacrificial lamb, he has atoned the sin and his punishment. The second part of the question, second part of the answer of the question is that say Jesus came to destroy the kingdom of Satan, to deliver every human being from the slavery of Satan and to free man from the clutches of Satan and uh, Jesus ransacked the treasury of Satan and he took away all that Satan has stolen from human being like peace, health, blessings, prosperity, etc. And it was distributed or all these things were distributed among his believers. So this is the second part of the question, second part of the answer of the question. Actually, the answer to my question has, has only one part, that is what we have said as the second part. The first part of the answer is included in the second part of the answer that Jesus came to destroy the kingdom of God, kingdom of, I'm sorry, Jesus came to destroy the kingdom of Satan and everything that followed. Let us understand it with an incident by looking into an incident from the Old Testament. Think about the Israelites who were living in Egypt as slaves. They had been living as slaves for more than 400 years. And one day God intervened and God sent Moses to them. And God told Israelites to kill a sacrificial lamb and to smear the doorpost the, the door of their house with the blood of the sacrificial lamb so that they will be uh, saved from the, uh, from the destroying, from the killing uh, angel. And they have to kill the, uh, they have already killed the sacrificial lamb, they have to burn, they have to burn the meat of the sacrificial lamb or this lamb. They have to eat the meat of it and early in the morning they have to run away, they have to run away from Egypt to the promised land. 
and this is what they did they really did it they killed the the lamb as a sacrificial lamb they uh, smeared the doorsteps of their houses with the blood of the lamb and they burned the meat of the lamb they ate the burned meat of the lamb and they ran away from Egypt to the promised land but suppose if they have obeyed the first part of God's commandment and ignored the second part they killed the lamb they used the blood as a protective cover for their house and their house members they ate the banned meat of the lamb but they did not run away they still still stayed remained or they still continued in Egypt that means that they are saved by the blood of the lamb but they uh, still remain in the kingdom of satan so the what jesus did is all these things that he died for our sins he delivered us from the kingdom of satan by destroying the kingdom of satan for ever so salvation is deliverance from sin and its punishment it is freedom from the kingdom of the slavery of satan jesus made it very clear more than once why or what was the mission of um, his coming to this world what was his mission in luke 11:14 to 20 it is recorded like this jesus was striving out a demon that was mute When the devil left, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, By Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he is driving our demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fail. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand i say this because you claim that i try out demons by beelzebul now if i try out demons by beelzebul by whom do your followers try them out so then they will be your debtors but if i try out demons by the finger of god then the kingdom of god has come upon you this is what jesus said let us look into the situation once jesus was casting out a devil and the devil was a dumb spirit when jesus did it the people who stood around him maybe the jews who stood around him they criticized that jesus cast out the devil by the power of satan himself or by the power of beelzebul the prince of the the kingdom of satan Jesus knew their thought they understood their thought and Jesus responded to them that if a kingdom fight against itself the kingdom will not stand a house that fights against itself will not stand a kingdom which is in strife with itself or which is in trouble with the silver will not last long so if satan is striving out the evil spirit that means that the kingdom is fighting against itself it will not stand 
But Jesus came to destroy the kingdom of Satan, not in this way, not using a divided policy, but Jesus fought directly with the Satan, face to face with the Satan, defeated him and destroyed his kingdom. And Jesus is explaining how he, he expelled that, the evil spirit. He expelled the evil spirit with the power of God, with the authority of God. And that means that Jesus ha, ha, has authority over evil spirits or over the powers of Satan. It means the kingdom of God has already come. The kingdom of God is already established. The kingdom of Satan is already defeated. Here Jesus is speaking about two kingdoms. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. In ancient history of the Middle East countries, the victorious nations after the war does, uh, did certain things, certain destruction to the defeated kingdoms. We have many references to this kind of action, this kind of incidents in the Old Testament. I have gone through it and I have uh, collected some information from the history of uh, ancient Middle East. And from what I have collected from the Old Testament and from the history, let me tell you uh, something. One thing that a, that, a, that a winner, that a successful nation did to a defeated nation is that they will, they will catch the king and the military generals alive or dead. The, the king and the military generals will be killed on the spot or they will be killed very soon. Why they do this to the defeated kingdom? They are destroying the government and the leadership of the defeated kingdom forever. And the, and the second thing, all individuals will be killed. All individuals in the defeated kingdom will be killed. Men and women will be killed. In some occasion, men and children will be killed and women will be caught as slaves to the military, to the, to the victorious military generals. The aim is that this defeated country should not be populated again. There should not be any man living in this defeated country. And the third is that during the time of Daniel, they uh, smuggle human resource. They catch some able, intellectual people from the defeated kingdom, take them away to the uh, victorious kingdom, to the, to the victor. These people will be used, their intellect and their abilities will be used to run the uh, empire. They will not be allowed to return back to their country, but they will have freedom to marry from the victorious nation, have children and live there peacefully. It is smuggling human resources. And the fourth thing, the fertile land, the livestock and everything that grows in the fertile land will be banned up so that the food supply and the economy of the, of the, of the country is destroyed forever. And the fifth thing, all water sources 
or water sources like the wells and well will be destroyed. It will be filled with stones and rocks and with much. It will be destroyed forever. And the aim is that this uh, this country should not be populated again. No habitation will come to this country again in future. It will be destroyed. It will, it will uh, lay as um, desert. And sixth thing is very important uh, for them for them that they destroy the temples and the gods of the defeated nation. They take away all the riches, all the all the wealth and all the precious uh, utensils of the of the temple to the victorious nation. That the religion is destroyed. Religion was very important for the ancient Middle East people. They did not have a life without religion and this religion is destroyed and the gods are proved powerless. And the seventh thing is that a group of people will be, uh, will be uh, taken away to the victorious nation and a group of people from the victorious country will, will migrate uh, to the defeated nation so that there will be a mixing up of culture, religion and um, way of life. And always those who win the war, those who win the fight has an upper hand and their culture, their religion, their way of life will prevail. Even the memory of the defeated nation is wiped out. And the eighth thing is that the defeated country will be kept as a colony. The people will be allowed to live. The king and the military generals will be killed, but the people will be allowed to live. The temples and everything will be allowed, but, uh, but the, the, the victorious nation will appoint a governor or a king to the defeated colony. And this king or this governor will collect tax from the defeated country, heavy taxes will be collected and all the taxes will be taken to the victorious nation. That the looting of, of the defeated nation will continue forever. All these things are not always done to a defeated country. Some of these things are done or to the defeated country. It is uh, according to the will and pressure of the victorious nation. And the purpose of all these things is that one, to destroy the enemy kingdom. Second, wipe away its memory. Third, it should not come back again. So when Jesus defeated the kingdom of Satan, Jesus did these three things. He destroyed the enemy kingdom. He wiped away the memory of the kingdom of Satan and he made it very sure that it will not come back again. In Luke chapter 11, 21, 22, Jesus again explains his mission on this earth and what he really did on this earth. Jesus said like this, when a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and wears up his planter. Satan was a strong man. And Satan uh, had established his kingdom on this earth. Satan had some arms like murder, lies, abuse, defeat, worry, diseases and uh, death. With all these weapons, Satan 
educated human beings, slaves in his kingdom. He, un, he, he took away all the blessings of human beings, all the prosperity, all the peace, all, all the divine health, all the blessings of, the, of human beings and uh, kept in his treasury. After some years, another man came who is, who is stronger than Satan. A man who is stronger than Satan came and he defeated Satan. He defeated Satan and he took away all the weapons of Satan. The murder, lies, cheats, death, etc. All these weapons were taken by this stronger man. Second man was more strong than Satan. He delivered the people. He declared freedom to the people. He asked the people to run away from the kingdom of uh, Satan to the kingdom of God. He destroyed the kingdom of Satan forever and he established, he established the kingdom of God. This is what Jesus did. And apostles were aware about these facts, about this total picture of salvation. This total picture is salvation and apostles were quite aware about that. When Mark wrote his gospel, when he narrated the incidents from the arrest of Jesus to his crucifixion, he was very careful to create a parallel to the triumphant journey of a military, Roman military general. A Roman military general, when he comes back after defeating a foreign country, is granted a celebration which we call uh, a triumphant procession or uh, la triumphe. And this uh, procession lasted maybe for one, two or uh, maybe for uh, uh, one week itself. And what this military generals did was they, uh, they made a show of the defeated kings and defeated military generals and the defeated kingdom, they distributed the treasures what they have uh, what they have taken from the defeated country among the people without any cost. And when Mark narrated the incidents of Jesus' arrest and uh, whatever happened after that is death. Mark made a parallel. Mark narrated everything in parallel to the military uh, procession of these victorious Roman generals. So it is a long narration. So I am not taking taking time to uh, to describe it right now. Paul, when he wrote Colossians 2:15, he recorded like this. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, Jesus made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. What Paul is telling? Paul is telling that Jesus defeated the powers of Satan, the authorities of Satan. And Jesus made this defeated king a public show so that every people in this world can look and see that Satan is already defeated. And whatever he planted, whatever he took back from the kingdom, from the treasury of Satan, is distributed, peace, joy, prosperity, divine health, etc. are dis distributed among his 
people. Dear brothers and sisters, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe that Jesus died for you on the cross, believe this truth that Satan's kingdom is already destroyed. Satan has no arms now because all the arms were taken by Jesus. Satan has no, uh, no strong treasury now where your peace, where your health, where your pr prosperity is uh, kept hidden. It is taken from there by Jesus and Jesus is distributing all these things to his believers and to all those who believe in him. When Jesus died on the cross, Jesus made a legal offer to accept it. So this is, this is a legal offer. You have to enter into a legal covenant with God. For this covenant you need not, you need not shed any blood, you need not kill any lamb. But just believe in the death of Jesus. Get the total picture of what Jesus did while he was in this world. Jesus came to destroy, as I said before, the, the kingdom of Satan. This is the total picture. He, he destroyed the kingdom of Satan. He delivered the people and he took away all the blessings of human beings that has been kept or that had been kept in the treasury of Satan. All the arms of Satan were taken away and all the blessings of human beings uh, are, are distributed among his believers by Jesus. This is the total picture. Your peace, your health, your prosperity are returned back to you. It has been, all these things uh, has been uh, kept in the treasury of Satan and Satan kept you in slavery for all these years. Now Jesus has all these blessings, the, your peace, your health, your prosperity, everything Jesus has with him and he is distributing all these things among his people. For enjoying the blessings, for enjoying this victory, for celebrating this victory, to become a part of his celebration, you have to do only one thing, to get into a legal covenant with the God. How you can get into a legal covenant with the God? Through the faith in Jesus, through the faith in the death of Jesus, through the faith in the, in the total picture, in the fact that Satan's kingdom is totally destroyed by Jesus and Jesus came to declare, he came to announce, he came to inaugurate, he came to establish the kingdom of God. Now you and me are the part of the kingdom of God. So enjoy all the blessings of the kingdom of God and live a happy and a prosperous life. May God bless you. Amen.